Hello, everybody, and welcome to our weekly meta news segment. Fear not, for the queue times are down, anime is back, and even though it's Sunday, Wednesday is upon us. Tune in for all that and more with Rico and Marcus. So what's up, Marcus? How's it going today? It's going. Um, I know it's been a busy week. I know since Overwatch dropped, we've been trying to get on the servers, so uh, we didn't record as early as we wanted. Usually we record on like a, thir- a Friday or a Saturday, uh, but this time... You know, we just had things to do and we weren't, you know, busy. We would come home and we just want to hop and play Overwatch. So um, that kind of took over our weekend, kind of took over our nights and kind of just took over. The, you know, that was priority. I even texted Rico this morning like, you know, hey, well, so we're going to podcast because we're going to podcast, uh, play Overwatch, you know, or uh, watch something or whatever. So uh, Rico said, well, let's knock it out. So we can play Overwatch after I said, oh, yeah, my man. So, yeah, so that's, uh, that's about it. Other than that, I uh, caught up on some anime. Uh, started a couple of the new shows, you know, haven't started, um, I was halfway, what, not nah, a little halfway with Lord of the Rings, um, I saw Blue Lock, and I was actually super excited for, I did see Spy Family, saw a little bit of Mob Psycho, uh, uh, what else, what else, just kind of just trying to catch up on some new stuff, and, you know, everything that's coming out, but other than that, pretty good, can't complain, yourself? Yeah, just, uh, a lot of the same, you know, uh, anime's out, Games are out, uh, mainly Overwatch. Uh, still playing a little bit of 2K uh, when I'm not playing Overwatch. Um, watching Overwatch League. Uh, we did both have uh, a couple little things that we were doing this week uh, with uh, family stuff and different little things that we had to take care of. So that's why we are uh, doing, going to put this out here on Sunday. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's, it's been a good, uh, it's been a really good start to the month uh anime wise gaming wise so uh a lot of stuff to cover some interesting stuff uh some stuff we kind of already have touched on before we knew was coming but uh with that we'll jump right into it so we start off with anime uh, first thing was kind of like a little mystery that kind of, that dropped right after we recorded our la- our last podcast I'm pretty sure but we got like some kind of mystery berserk countdown I'm not sure. I have no idea if there's if there's like some people have uh, ideas about what this might be, uh, a movie, uh, something new. Uh, do you have any thoughts on that, Marcus? I know you're mis- well, you're, you're senpai. The if it wasn't if it weren't for those, what is it? Movies that just dropped or whatever, um, or not dropped. They're, they're going to remaster, remake, or you know whatever they're going to do with them. Um, that's going to remake the Golden Arch egg. I would like actually something that's going to, you know, and this is just me guessing, either be a continuation of the Berserk uh, uh, anime, which is a CG one that you kind of, you know, the one that gets a lot of flack for being the CG and not the anime star or whatever. Um, but because Berserk kind of got put back on the map, not that it was ever off the map, but a lot more people have started talking about it, you know, re- just recently since the author passed away and it's going to continue on. I think there, it's a good time to kind of show some love and really give the either movie adaptation or the anime adaptation of, you know, the Berserk that we everybody wants. Because, again, Berserk is considered, at least I've always said, you know, that you want to call it the godfather of manga and stuff like that. Because, you know, it was written, started off in the 1980s and it's just, you know, propelled and gone on for so long. So what this mystery countdown can be, I've, you know, no idea. All we can do is speculate. Uh, but, again, we do have those movies that are kind of getting that re-edited version and stuff like that. So, um We'll see, but yeah, I'm hoping for something like that, you know, kind of give it a berserk justice, you know, do it justice or it can really be, you know, the thing that everybody wants. So we'll see. 
We'll see. It can be a continuation of the anime. It can be maybe a movie series again, like they've done with the Golden Age movie series, the Golden Age arc. So, you know, plenty to do, plenty to see. But we'll see. Those are my guesses anyways. Um, See where we come up from there. All right. All right. So we'll keep looking out for that uh, and update you like when we get some more news for that or on that day, you know, if, if, if that's what it comes to. Uh, so another question has been answered now. Uh, people have been really excited for Bleach coming back, the Thousand Year Blood Arc or Blood War Arc. And uh, we knew that in some capacity it was going to be on Disney Plus. But for those of us in the U.S., it is going to be coming to Hulu. So that is a question a lot of people had about the U.S., international, because of Disney's uh, stuff in the past with having things like that. Um. So, yeah, Bleach coming to Hulu. Yeah, that was intense just because I know uh, more so in, in, in the international you know, sphere, whereas Disney Plus, everywhere else, Bishop Japan just carry that anime. And again, I'm still waiting for one that has not haven't had a, a, anywhere you can stream in English, which is Summer Team Rendering. Still don't know where to watch it. Not even sure because it is on Disney Plus in Japan, but it's nowhere around here. But yeah, that is one that was kind of, you know, I told Rico and I said, this is this is tripped out because Hulu's getting on that exclusive you know game type thing or exclusive anime stuff which is intense you know what i mean so i thought that was crazy to see that everybody wants to get a piece of it you know putting it in the words of rico yeah i mean everybody wants it wants a piece of the anime game because it's just popping off so hard right yeah and that's because bleach just got taken off crunchyroll um and you can only watch it i think right now or you know the completely in english or in subbed on hulu if i'm not mistaken so they they did something man so we'll see. We'll see again. But I've always said, you know, when it comes to anime going to a different uh, competition, I think it's always good. Your competition's healthy. It's good for, you know, uh, anime in general. And you know, I've always say high dive and stuff like that. And I find I did get a high dive account. I don't know if I told you. Five bucks a month. All I'm going to say about it is the app is horrendous. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the app has a lot of work. They're doing a good job of getting these exclusive anime and stuff where, you know, these anime have these niche popular anime if you want to call them something but it's it's pretty funny man like i was trying to navigate through this thing and just to type in i'm gonna just all i'm gonna say about this just to type in the anime name right let's say you're searching for something it gives you the letters from the left side of the screen to the right side of the screen it's not even a qwerty keyboard on the thing no it's a line from left to right it sends a to z through the numbers so yeah. to type in, old let's school. say, the yeah, old that, yeah, dude, and I was like, damn, okay, so there I am trying to, it takes me, you know, an hour to type in the, the title of an anime, and then, <laughs> and then when you watch it, the, it does have closed captions with Country World Does Not, which I thought was cool, it does have, you know, English and, and stuff like that, and um, English captions and subs and stuff, you can actually redo it, but it was just that search thing where, oh my god, it was terrible, but that's all I'll say about that, you can go ahead and continue on. Well, I'm I'm just uh, gonna throw in there that I actually do watch anything that's available, not exclusive, because this that's gonna be a different a different thing. But any of them that are available on Hulu and Crunchyroll, I actually watch them on Hulu because their app is pretty optimized. So if you already have Hulu, like me, like it's not really gonna be that big a deal. It's actually pretty nice. Everything's smooth. The search is smooth. Uh, saving your watch list is smooth. It has the it, it it does a good job of the like uh queuing up the next episode like when you're binging. And that's something with with Crunchyroll that I've always like, dude, why 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 can't I just like automatically go to the next episode? Why do I have to like wait to the end sometimes? And I don't know. 
But uh, Hulu's not bad in in terms of uh, streaming services for what I use it for. Uh, I am watching uh, a couple things on there right now, which I'll get into a little bit uh, after some of these other announcements. So uh, I like Hulu, so don't be afraid to give it a shot if you're a Bleach fan. Uh, next piece of news that was very near and dear to both our hearts, I'm sure, get, got me in tears. Like I was crying and ready to binge the whole thing over again. But stu- Studio, how do you pronounce this? Periot? Periot? That's the way I say it, yeah. Periot. Uh, went ahead and did a a reanimation for Naruto for their 20th anniversary called The Road of Naruto. And w- oh my goodness, was it beautiful and did it just like right in your feels. If you're a Naruto person, you know, you get the animation is super pretty. It's uh, it's like it has the theme songs, a lot of the like big theme songs playing like over the course of the the animation and it's just phenomenal mm-hmm. phenomenal <laughs> yeah i know it uh and i remember watching that to realize like, i'm not crying you're crying because it's more of a again we've talked about it all the time in our previous podcasts and stuff especially you know being one of the if not the first real big one that rico and i kind of saw together growing up you know and it just it was a wave of nostalgia especially the way it was animated it was beautiful you know and not to knock on you know, our, our new anime fans again hey you know come on in come on in but we grew up with this and holy, you know, man, we were just like, wow, I got, I got in chills every time the new song came out and then Seinflow um, came out, you know, and then I was just like, damn, and, and, and the animation, you know, was just, was just a plus on this awesome anniversary video that we got. So it was great to see, man. So, uh, you know, for those of us like Marcus and I that have already familiar with the series, it's a good way to go back and reflect. And it basically takes you just like the title says through the road of Naruto and how he goes from the kid to the man to the Hokage. Right. And for those of you that are on the fence about watching Naruto, this is actually a really good thing to like check out. And say like, you know what? I, I I don't not really interested in Naruto, but it's a it's a ten minute video, right under ten minutes, I think. And you can look it up and check it out, and maybe something strikes you, and you're like, dude, that looks cool, or this looks cool. Of course, this is reanimated, so it's not going to look exactly like that. If you go back and actually have interest in the show and watch it, but it's a good thing to just check out because it's pretty much like speed running Naruto, essentially. So check it out if you're a fan or if you're new. And uh, see what it does for you. Uh, speaking of, see what it does for you. Black Clover, Sword of the Demon King, coming to Netflix March thirty first, twenty twenty three. Another one of those anime that uh, you know some people love, some people don't. Marcus and I are in the love uh, side of things, Big and I'm just yeah. excited that uh, Black Clover is coming out with a movie, and it'll be on Netflix. <laughs> Yeah, I think it said it was going to stream first in theaters and then come to Netflix or... or oh, mine. it is going to stream first. Okay. I thought, I don't remember. Um, either I remember reading somewhere or, or not, but yeah, it's... I know we're excited. Um, I know I've always... I've been... I don't tell Rico the spoilers or anything like that, but I do make it a point to just hype him up and it's always the same response. Like, can't wait, can't wait. Yeah, I, I know you can't wait. And it's amazing. It's good. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. When he, I, I'm always, whenever I get those texts, I'm like, it feels like he's hyping me up, but it also feels like a little bit of damn you. Like, I want to tell you, but I can't. Oh, dude. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's because I want to, again, I have no bit of real talk about these things. Like, I don't, um, and 
not that people don't read anything. I just, you know, amongst, you know, Rico, I, I know Rico's a, an anime watcher. Andrew is another one. Shout out to him who watches the anime. And, or Rudy, you know, people who watch anime, you know, I'm always excited when they get to see something because I get to geek out with them and stuff like that and, you know, hype it up and just laugh about it and talk about it. And it's great. So, again, I've always used Rico as a means of, you know, I'll text him random things because he doesn't mind hearing it, whatever, and just to hype up and, you know, spoiler free, of course, always spoiler free, but just to like, damn, and I'm always like, damn, man, I just want to tell somebody, um, <laughs> you know, just to, damn, just to talk about it with. So, yeah, I'm on that boat, unfortunately. Yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're excited for Black Clover and uh, also excited on October 15th, we're getting season three. Uh, Demon Slayer news. So uh, we'll be that's mm, that'll be later this week. We'll be looking out for that. Hopefully, you say this is going to be a big arc, right? Sword Village, yes, because we're going to be introduced to some major, major players. Well, I'm, not that I'm just, we are, I'm just but... waiting for my big dude, bro. I'm, 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 oh, dude, I've been very patient and I, I, I need, I need to see that guy and I need to see what he can do because I just know you... because of the way his character is that he's just going to be a boss. Yeah, you just you just be patient because it's gonna Gyo, be war. Right? Gyo or Gyoi yeah. or something like that. His name. Yeah, it's gonna. It's your pay. Your patient is gonna pay off. I promise, dude. Oh, I promise. Goodness. It's it, that. That's he's he's a boss man. See, and using Marcus's uh, using Marcus's words right there, our patience has paid off because anime is officially back. Spy Family's out. Mob Psycho's out. My Hero Academia's out. Uh. It, uh Welcome to Demon School. Rumors out, and on Tuesday, I believe we're getting Chainsaw Man. So, mm-hmm. have you? Are you caught up with all those that are out? Uh, Spy Family, Mob, My Hero, Iruma, uh, or or some others that maybe I'm not throwing there because those are the ones I'm excited for. Uh, yeah, and I kind of mentioned a few earlier, as far as some of the ones. And again, these are just there's just a lot, which is actually what I was going to do today if I wasn't paper watching. If I don't paper watch, or later on when I get off, I'll just be catching up on all these things. Um, but yeah, Blue Lock, um, Spy Family, Mob, Iruma, uh, Demon School. Um, there was also the Gundam one that I'm going to check out, the Mercury, the new Gundam. Uh, there was the Eminence of Shadow, on, which is uh, why I got High Dive also to check that one out. Uh, so there's a lot. And Chainsaw Man is dropping on Tuesday, and more are going to be dropping, and I'll be checking out. You know, I'm prioritizing the ones that are new over the ones that have already been established because I'm going to, I want to see what the new ones are about. And so the only two that I have seen were, um, well, I guess blue lock being the, being the one I just saw and the eminence of shadow. I think I just started it, but I, that's when that was the next one I was going to watch right now. Um, while the Eagles were playing, I was going to kind of do both at the same time, uh, which is what I do on Sundays, but yeah, uh, I'll be checking all those out for sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I watched uh, spy family. I thought it was great. Uh, I did watch Mob. I thought awesome too. The that that uh, opening man just it it hits hard. I I, I love that song. Uh, My hero was pretty good. Had some intense stuff and left us just left us at a perfect time. Like dude, I need the next episode like now. So I'm excited for that one. I haven't watched the Ruma, but I'll probably do that after this. And then we'll Chainsaw Man because all the hype is around that. So we'll be checking that out and see what the big what the big deal is, man. For years, I've been hyping that one up for years. And it's going to be it's going to pay off because Fujimoto is amazing, uh, the the author. Uh, real quick, the the episode for my hero, because I mentioned last week and I and I didn't know she's been shown off before, but now I really got to see her. Right, Merkel? Did you finally get to see Merkel? Mm-hmm. Dude, you got to boss. see her. You got to see her tear through 
through quite a bit of enemies. Uh, and it ends right as she's confronting the scientist guy. Boss, boss. So right boss, there dude. it ends, and it's like, dude, you just had us. You just showed us her going ham, and you're going to stop there? Like, how dare you? The gall. Like, I'm going to be very upset until next week because I can't wait to see it. <laughs> yes. And, and and she came late to the game, and, and the, the the manga, I remember reading that part specifically a long time ago. They just throw these characters at you, and you don't realize that they're just such badasses, dude. Like, damn. Like, you can make a top, you know, five badass women in My Hero, dude, and still still have a, t- you know, it's just amazing. And Roko is a boss. She's awesome, dude. Yeah, she went like she, she was uh, going through the hallway and she just went like full freaking like Wolverine mode, like just slashing things, just destroying them. It was it was great. Slash, was yeah, she threw up yes. So uh, so yeah, that's it for anime. We'll jump over to TV and movies. We're gonna leave gaming till the end because I think that's probably where we'll, where we're we'll, we'll, uh, spend the majority of our time because we're gonna have different opinions and uh, whatnot. Uh, TV and movies, Blues Clues is getting a movie on Paramount Plus and is going to be including all three former hosts. Really? Steve, no Joe, and Josh. It'll be on Paramount Plus on November 18th. Wow. I know. I, I felt like I had to throw this in there because we just had, like, what was it, a year or two ago? Tw- when Twitter? Ste- oh, dude. When Steve made that little comeback and everybody was going dude, crazy, bro. Everybody. I think it's it, it, it had a, what? As far as views on Twitter is concerned, I know it was up there with like the top 25, top 30, all, you know, most viewed Twitter videos or some shit like that. It was something crazy. And I, I, man, dude, I saw it and I remember watching it after school all the way home and oh my God, dude, melted. And, and he says, I'm proud of you. I was like, oh my God, dude, like we grew up, literally grew up with this guy, dude. Yeah, you know? dude, it, it hit hard. And I wasn't even a Blue Clues watcher. I don't know how much you watch, but when I saw it, I'm like, dude, like I remember, man, like. I watched a couple here and there with Cell or like with some, some of the kids in my family that were younger or whatever. You know, sometimes it would just, you would be watching something on Nickelodeon and it would come up and it was just on, right? And yeah, it, it I, just hits you hard. That was, that, that, I know people have like their, their show growing up. That was mine, dude. I saw Blue's Clues as often as I could. Every time I was on TV, I'd watch it. Uh, mail time, mail time. Here's the mail. And then it makes me wonder, I can tell, you know. So I still remember all that. Um, Oh man, it's just it's that's awesome. It's awesome to hear. Uh, I always I, I always loved the uh, paprika, the paprika. Yeah, <laughs> shaker. <laughs> uh, I I never really I kind of saw a few with Joe, but obviously I was a Steve guy, uh, so that kind of you know hit me when Steve left the show. But you know it's good to see all three of them. Yeah, which uh, begs the question: Are are we going to see three different handy dandy notebooks, or are they going to share one? It, it, dude, it's going to be one hell of a mystery, man. Let me tell you. <laughs> they need all three of them, dude. So, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, we'll be looking forward to that. And I'm sure a lot of people will. Uh, you know, for nostalgia reasons or those of you that have kids uh, or, or whatever, man. You know, just uh, good vibes. So we'll be, we'll be looking out for that again. It's going to be November 18th on Paramount+. Plus. Now... Rings of Power, something that we, Marcus and I have been watching, has uh, gotten progressively better as the season gone has gone along. Uh, has been renewed for its second season already, and I I think they, I don't think they have a date yet for when it's filming, but uh, it, it's coming. So, oh, actually, it's already begun filming in the UK, from what I see here. So, um, it's a great looking show. 
started off a little slow and has gotten way better, has ramped up super crazy. I believe the season finale is this coming Friday. Yeah. So uh, check it out. Now's a good time to binge, uh, start binging, and Friday you get to finish it up with everybody else. Yeah, and to start with the internet things, I think we can all agree, it's expensive. <laughs> it's expensive. Sounds it's expensive. It's, it's a beautiful show, man, because damn, man, damn. But we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully it pops off here in the, in the finale, and we get to see something worthwhile. So The Walking Dead is coming out with two different little spinoffs, the first one being Dead City, uh, which is going to star Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Negan. And Lauren Cohan, what is her name in the show? Um, Maggie. Maggie is going to be coming back as Maggie. I'm not sure what the show is going to be about, just that uh, it's coming. So uh, those Walking Dead fans out there that are still holding on to that show, um, you know, it's something exciting to come, especially Negan, especially there towards the middle, became like a really big highlight of the show. So if you're one of those fans... I'm sure you're excited to see more Negan. Now, speaking of fan bases, Daryl from Walking Dead is probably the most popular character, I would say, from the Walking Dead series. He's getting his own series. And this was announced. We don't have any more details other than than that it's coming. And it was announced by way of uh, Twitter by Norman Reedus. There's going to just, he just put Daryl Dixon, new series. So... Uh, excited for that. I, I'm a big fan of zombie stuff. Uh, I know people have their opinions about Walking Dead and it, should it have ended? Is it just going too long? But uh, I, I, I'm still a fan. So I'm excited to see that. Uh, both of those. Um, Spawn live action starring Jamie Foxx is officially announced. I believe we do have writers too. I see Scott Silver, Malcolm Spellman, and Matthew Mixum. Are going to be writing the Spawn movie. Uh, this just got announced. I think I see here. Can I get a date? No, I don't have a date. But it, it was in this last uh, two or three days uh, via Twitter. So I I have always liked the Spawn hero and the complexity of like, is he evil? Is he good? Yeah, anti hero. Um, yeah, exactly. That That's the perfect word. Uh, and just the way he like evolves, like from being kind of a noob of his suit and his power to like, just becomes like this crazy, like character where he's just super OP and being that now it's going to be the old one was Michael J. Fox. Yeah. I mean, uh, Michael J. White, I'm sorry, Michael J. White. (laughs) And then now we're going to Jamie Fox. So I'm a fan of Jamie Fox. I I like a lot of his movies, so I think he'll, he'll nail it. Um, did you, have you gone back and seen the old spawn by any chance? recently i saw it Ah. maybe maybe like three years ago or so and like there's still some really cool stuff on there but then there's also stuff like where like you're not a kid anymore and you're like oh my god dude i remember growing up and 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 me and my brother daniel mentioned the same thing like man spawn was amazing it was cool like whatever um this was actually maybe a few months ago where i remember it was on netflix maybe i kind of put it on dude i i think i maybe watched 20 minutes i said this show is bad. I mean, this movie is bad, dude. Like, it's it's bad. <laughs> like, the the effects are bad. The story, the writing is bad. Like, for whatever reason, I just couldn't, dude. And I even, I started fast-forwarding that, whatever, because I thought John Leguizamo was the best part where he's a clown and stuff. And, oh, man, it's... <laughs> it's, it's a rough It's a rough watch. <laughs> 
Yeah, there, there was some stuff like there's a, uh, some some scenes like with action stuff like that. They're OK. You know, some of the visuals for the time are all right. And I'm talking about like maybe the suit and stuff like that. But then there's some other stuff that you're just like, dude, no way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this looks bad. And this this is cringe, like some of the writing or whatever. So hopefully like now with uh, the advancement in like uh, visuals and stuff like that, it's going to look phenomenal, I would imagine. Yeah. Jamie Foxx is gonna kill it, I'm sure. So, oh yeah, did you ever watch off topic? A little off topic. Did you ever watch that uh, Netflix movie with Jamie Foxx? The one with the vampires and uh, Bright. Uh, is that is that Bright? No, right? No, no, it was. I forgot what Bright it was. is the Will Smith one, right? Yeah, uh, this is the one with Dave Franco, um, Jamie Foxx. Oh, is it the one with the with the? I, I started it. I think it's. I think I know which one you're talking about. Uh, it's the one where he meets up with like an old lady at the very beginning. Yes, that's the one. That's the one. Yeah, I I started it, and then something always happens. Like I, I get real excited. I I started it, and then I something happened, and I I stopped watching it. I did get to finish that first scene that left me like, oh crap! Like <laughs> this is what we're doing, huh? Or this yeah, is yeah. It, it it sets the tone for the movie. At least that's what it seemed like. Like me again, just watching the first scene, I was like, oh, this thing's gonna be crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's but, a good uh, pleasure. Did you, I actually did you like it? it? Yeah, yeah, I actually enjoyed it a lot. Uh, between that one and Gray Man, I know both of them are kind of you know mixed review, fifty fifty. But my, my me personally, man, I enjoyed both of them. I would like to see more, just uh, just because Chris Evans and and uh, and uh, Gray Man was hilarious, and so was um, our boy. Um, oh man, oh my God, what's his name? What's his name? From uh, Henry Cavill comes out in there, right? No, no, and in Gray Man, it's uh, oh my God, dude, it's uh. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling, thank you. Yes, yes. Right, it's Ryan Gosling, man. Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans are hilarious in that movie, Gray Man. And then but you have Day Shift, which again also opened up with with 50-50 reviews. And I thought that was good. Snoop Dogg is pretty funny, man. And Jamie Foxx, Dave Franco. It's it's good. I think they're guilty pleasures, enjoyable watches. And I actually look forward to a sequel for both of them. So good movies. Nice. So speaking of good movies, we have we had the trailer for Super Mario Bros, which yeah. was a big thing that uh, people had a lot of questions about. But I feel like for the most part, um, the trailer looked really good. And people, I think, were kind of surprised by the voice actors and stuff like that. And it, it seems like now everybody, and instead of people having like all these questions and all these bad things to say, there, there's still some people out there. But I feel like most people are like really excited and it's a lot more positivity after this trailer. I agree. What were your so, initial impressions? Honestly, it looks awesome. I love that they put humor. They, they, they're really going to lean into the humor and it's going to be perfect with uh, Jack Black being Bowser. Yeah, um, I agree. And then... Uh, you actually, when I, when you and I text about it initially, you actually took the words right out of my mouth because I was actually a lot more worried about Chris Pratt as Mario than I was about Jack Black as Bowser. Yeah. But then when we went in there and hurt them, like in action with a little bit, not too much context, but a little bit context and stuff. I actually, it actually flipped for me. I'm actually, I was actually like, it's not that I don't like it, but just that it's going to take a little bit more getting used to hearing Bowser as Jack Black or Jack Black as Bowser rather than it is uh, Chris, 
Pratt as Mario. Yeah, which which I'm glad for. Reason being is because Jack Black has a Jack Black voice. You think of Poe from Kung Fu Panda. You think of you know uh, Brutal Legend, the game, and stuff like that. You think of uh, School of Rock and Jack Black. As amazing as he is, he does have a very distinct voice. And so when he came out and when he came out with Bowser, I was pleasantly surprised. And again, it's gonna take a while to get used to because I was just not expecting that type of voice. And I, he, he's gonna knock it out of the park. He, he's just gonna kill it like he is. You know, Jack Black's amazing. And then there was one part where he finds a star and you hear the Jack Black voice. And I was like, whoa, okay, there, there it is, you know, because Jack Black does have that distinct voice. Um, yeah. But he's going to kill it. Bowser is amazing. He's going to be amazing. Bowser is one of my favorite characters of all time. Uh, it's my gamer tag. It's my dog's name. Love Bowser. Let, let me ask you something. Is this the first time, because you're more, you're a lot more into the, the Mario stuff than I am, and you've played probably most, like all the games, if not most of them, right? Mm-hmm. Is this the first time we've heard Bowser speak? Speak, speak? Like speak, speak. Because I know like we get, or at least the games I've played, like, which are a lot like to be fair, it's a lot of the older ones. Are like you, you get like his little music and you get like subtitles. We've heard Mario speak before, like with his accent and stuff. Yeah, say yeah. little words here and there or phrases, right? right but yeah. I don't, I can't recall ever hearing Bowser say something. Bowser mostly kind of grunted. Uh, he did have dialogue in forms of dialogue bubbles and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and I'm thinking of more so like Mario, Mario Odyssey um, or in Super Mario Sunshine. Bowser, when he growled, um, he spoke, but not very, very much, if anything. Um, you do have, what, I think it's Super Mario Sunshine. Uh, what is it? In Super Mario Odyssey, never really anything too crazy. But as far as like, this is what we got as far as Bowser. Like, this is jack black this is the first time so so yeah so what i'm getting at is jack black is kind of like unofficially like the the first ever voice of bowser yes wow so that's pretty interesting so i mean get used to it yeah (laughs) it is but uh but check if you haven't checked out the trailer check it out i think it'll quell a lot of like those worries people had about some of the cast uh some of the voice uh, oh, yeah. voice actors and stuff like that. I know uh, I didn't really pay too much attention, but you also pointed out that you liked uh, Toad, right? Oh, Toad was ep- that's exactly uh, uh, Keegan Michael Key man's gonna kill it. He sounded amazing, Mario, it, and, and not when he first spoke. I was kind of like, whoa, you know, because Chris Pratt, or you're kind of not really sure what you're going to get with that. But then when he started hopping on the mushrooms, there was a hint of an Italian voice. And again, it's not, I think we mentioned it. You? Yeah. Or maybe, or maybe my buddy over in school, I don't remember who mentioned it, might have mentioned like, there's not really a big sample size for us to kind of get a full-blown picture of what he might sound like. Because there was a hint of the Italian accent that we know from Mario. And Charles yeah. Martinet is actually going to have a role whether it's a role or whether whether they're gonna he's gonna do the mario voice lines that are iconic you know when he jumps and stomps and you know if he if he uh, eats a power mushroom you see you see him um get bigger or if he eats a flower a flower you know stuff like that kind of seem more or less what we're gonna get um but there the rest of the cast we still have seth rogan as dk we still have uh, charlie day as luigi who honestly i all you kind of really got from him was like this uh, his fear, because Luigi's, you know, he's he's a scary yeah. cat, and yeah. he, it, it sounded he nailed it, dude. Well, I heard it; it's something straight out of Luigi's mansion, dude. I, I thought he nailed it. And uh, Anna Taylor Joy, Princess Peach, she's gonna she's gonna rock it, dude. 
she's gonna kill it. I, I could already picture it. Um, so obviously the biggest asterisk for most people have is going to be Mario. Um, so kind of see more or less how he's gonna sound like and what's it's gonna be like. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I, but like you said, uh, it's a fair point that we really have not gotten voices to these characters before. So it's gonna be new for a lot of people. And I also did catch that little like at first it was just Chris Pratt, and then it kind of changed to like a little bit of a accent there. Uh, as he was jumping into like the Mushroom Kingdom or whatever, so uh, the hype is building. The questions, like for the most part, I feel like have been answered. This is what they're gonna sound like. Here's a little preview. So now it's all about the hype, and you know it looks phenomenal. So we're just uh, looking forward to it all around over here. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be amazing. I think it's gonna be amazing. Uh, I'll jump into these next three real quick before we get to our last thing on the list for TVs and movies, but uh, Five Nights at Freddy's is getting a movie. I'm not sure. I'm not too familiar with Five Nights at Freddy's. I know it has huge fandom, uh, especially my nephew is into some of those games, and I don't know how he could be playing those games as a five-year-old, but he he likes all that kind of scary stuff already at his age, so he's crazy. Yeah, I know, uh, um, my students were big fans of Five Nights at Freddy's, and they kind awesome. of showed it to me, and... They played it in the dark, and it's a trip, man. So to a little trip. <laughs> yeah, it's out there, dude. It's out there. It's it's creepy looking. So, we'll see what that uh, movie ends up being like. Mm -hmm. uh, Elizabeth Olsen is coming back for Agatha: Coming of Chaos. Uh, I know people, big fans of Elizabeth Olsen, in her role in the MCU universe as uh, Wanda, Scarlet Witch. So she will be coming back. Uh, also, Expendables Four. Is happening and it will be releasing September 22nd, 2023. Uh, I'm a big fan of these movies. Uh, you know, they are what they are. And it's just uh, another chance to see a lot of our childhood, like action heroes come back, team up, uh, kind of embrace some of the memes with like the whole Chuck Norris, you know, being crazy, uh, unstoppable kind of thing. And uh, you get to see Sylvester Stallone and some of, you know, those old school uh, old guard of action heroes come back again and do some crazy stuff. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, last thing before we jump into when uh, Rosario Dawson is going to be coming back for Mando season three. Uh, she will be reprising her role as Ahsoka Tano. So I'm excited for that. She, I think we'll probably be getting her show before we get Mando season three, if I'm not mistaken. But I'm just glad they're both coming back. Now, the last thing I had here, because I watched this trailer and I couldn't help it last night during our gaming session. I brought it up to the guys. I wanted to save like all the hype here, but I, I didn't want to like diminish what I was going to say. But I feel like after watching the new trailer for Wednesday, I'm still super excited. I don't know if you got to watch it, but it really pumped me up like so much more to watch this series. Uh, it's coming November 23rd now, which I'm I'm not mistaken, it is going to be on a Wednesday. Uh, and straight up, if you haven't seen it yet, it looks like a very, like a dark Harry Potter. And uh, they play this music over it, which is like a remix of Painted Black. I don't know if you know that song, but mm -hmm. it, it looked awesome. I'm super excited. Uh, along with that, we also did uh, with a trailer, I'm not sure if it was before, we did get the announcement for who was going to play everybody's favorite uncle and Uncle Fester. Uh, let me get his name. His name is Fred Armisen. So uh, he looked awesome. He makes his uh, debut there in the trailer, too. You get to see him. And 
I'm super excited. So much more excited than I was before, to be honest. It might be one of the things, shows I'm looking forward to the most now. He's supposed to be Cranky Kong in Super Mario Bros. movie, too. Really? Yeah. Sounds like, I was like, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I saw the still. I didn't, reckon, I didn't recognize him as Fuster, but yeah, when you said it, I was like, yeah, he's, he's supposed to be Cranky Kong. Cranky Kong. So you see, when you see Cranky Kong, it's, it's going to be voiced by Fred Armisen. So pretty cool little awesome thing there. Yeah, so we'll be looking forward to that. And we'll jump over to gaming. Uh, I'm going to save the big, the bigger discussions. I think we'll get a little bit deeper into to the end. But we'll start off with Crystal Dynamics has been asking fans and kind of like trying to gauge interest to see if they would like Legacy of Kane to return. Which is it's crazy because we talked about that game several times. Yeah. Uh, so when I read this, I was like, dude, they must be listening to our podcast and they know <laughs> that we want this. <laughs> they know that this is what we asked for. I believe it, it was... Actually, probably our most popular uh, episode with the Nostalgia Wishlist, where we talked about some of the things we wish would come back. And this was one of my big ones. So I was super excited to see this. So we need to ramp up this hype so that it comes back because it has potential to be such a good step forward oh. in the series and a huge like game nowadays oh yeah and it's funny i saw some of like the the feedback when they, when this when this had dropped people people are saying uh people and a lot of people are just like uh we've been asking this for we've been asking for this for years other people are like who the hell's not asking for this and other people are just like uh are we gonna get a cane now let's go please like people were just all about it the hype train's already there the hype train started so it's funny that he says oh yeah we're gonna see if people want it like nah dude i was like get on it asap bro Oh my goodness. I'm I'm going to have to throw it back to to TV and movies for a second. I was trying to place um Fred Armisen for like I'm like I know him. Like I know that he comes out in a movie that I know. And and there's a few. There's a few. But do you know who he is? He is just listen to this to this uh line. Biscuzzi, biscuzzi. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, that's him. Biscoozy, Biscoozy. Biscoozy, Biscoozy. Dude, what? I, I had no idea that was him, dude. I, I always I always recognized him from EZA as the priest. He says, what What if there was a God? There's a God. He's there. <laughs> <laughs> We're watching all of us. <laughs> Real creepy, dude. <laughs> yeah, Biscoozy, he's come out in a bunch Biscoozy. of things. Euro Trip, Deuce Bigelow, Anchorman, Tenacious D. Oh, who's the Tenacious D? But Biscuzzi, dude. Like, as soon as I saw that he came out in Eurotrip, I'm like, that's who he is! <laughs> Biscuzzi, Biscuzzi. Oh, okay, okay. So, uh, so back to back to gaming. So, we're excited for Legacy of Kane. Hopefully, it comes back. Hopefully, soon. Or maybe, maybe not too soon, because we have Overwatch. We have 2K. We have a lot of stuff coming up. So, maybe, uh, like, mid-next year. Well, no. If they're asking, if they're asking that, what, it would probably be about two, three years away? probably or maybe sooner a year yeah. mid, mid next year at the earliest to like yeah. the next whatever right yeah okay so uh cyberpunk cyberpunk is uh, officially getting a sequel and uh with that uh cd project red went ahead and put out like a little graphic about uh all their their things that their outlook is what they called it for the future and we are getting a DLC still for Cyberpunk uh, 77 called Phantom Liberty. Uh, the sequel uh, doesn't have a name yet, but it goes by the code name Orion. 
then uh, they did go ahead and say that they are going to, they have things planned for The Witcher. They have something called Project Sirius. They have something called Project Canis Majoris and Project Polaris. Sirius is going to be an, a take on The Witcher universe telling an unforgettable story for existing Witcher fans and new audiences, is what they say. Project Polaris in the Witcher universe is going to be a story-driven open RPG built on the legacy of the Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. And then they say that Project Canis Minoris is going to be story-driven single-player open-world RPG set within the Witcher universe. So those fans of the Witcher or the fans of uh, CD Project Red in general or Cyberpunk, you got more stuff coming. And uh, I'm really excited. I know The Witcher got a lot of hype, and Cyberpunk now is getting all the hype with the anime that came out on Netflix. Uh, I haven't seen that yet, but I know you have, so you can probably talk to to that. I'm just all I would ask, especially with all these projects, and I'm glad, you know, because uh, it was real rocky, and obviously they're going to from mistakes, you know, um, with the launch of Cyberpunk, the kind of way it went with consoles and stuff like that. But um, I can, I, I already see it now. We're getting a Cyberpunk sequel, so we're getting Edge Runner season two that's going to take place right after part one, but right before part two, because the anime is does take place before Cyberpunk in the game. So I can see it all now, dude. It's all coming together, man. I, I'm super excited. Um, and again. I was gonna get the game, trying to get. I was trying to pay eighteen bucks, and Rico told me about it. But apparently, they were sold out everywhere. So you know, I guess you didn't get to see none. Um, so yeah, but I'll play it eventually because the anime was that amazing. Yeah, that would that would be the way to go for sure. And the uh, from a marketing standpoint, you know, release another season, build the hype, and then here's another game. Jump right in, mm-hmm. and that could kind of like, not it'll never erase like the launch of Cyberpunk. Uh, you know, the game itself was phenomenal. Just uh, some of the issues, especially like on the the last gen consoles, were kind of rough. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, learn from the learn from the past and look to the future. And they are also looking to the future because they said that they are going to start a brand new IP by the name. Right now, it's going by the name Project Hadar. So it's going to be a new standalone IP. Uh, nothing to do with The Witcher. Nothing to do with Cyberpunk. Brand new. Uh, and just with CD Projekt Red's uh, track his, uh, history, I mean, it's nothing but excitement, right? Mm-hmm. So sure. we'll, we'll, uh, I'll probably be checking out. Uh, I didn't finish Cyberpunk, but I probably will be jumping back in once like, I have some time that I'm not on Destiny or 2K like all day. So <laughs> oh, Okay, Destiny or 2K? Des- Overwatch. Overwatch, sorry. Overwatch or, or, <laughs> or 2K all day. So... <clears throat> Um, there was also a Dead Space trailer that dropped. I don't know if you got to check that out. No, I didn't just see it, but I did think of, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it, despite what you know, our boy, Brown Yeti. <laughs> Sorry, Sal. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I now have, I, I have now written it. I have now written it <laughs> in uh, my contract that every time you name drop Brown Yeti, I have to say Nanner Banan two times. So Nanner Banan, Nanner Banan. I'm just saying this is because uh, Rico's sister, actually our number one fan, shout out to Cell, um, is always kind of like, well, I'm your number one fan, but yeah, Brown Yeti is always getting a shout out. I was like, what's good, Cornelio? You know, he's, he grew up with us and stuff. And he, it's some of the things. Urban and urban and. <laughs> every time he sees something or anything, you know, in his sort, it's kind of like he does some of the stuff that, you know, the different niches. I know Dead Space was one of the ones that he had played. So, yeah. 
I've only played, I've, I played at one time, I think they released one that was like free with gold or something like that on Xbox. And I tried it out, but I, I was playing other things at the time that it just didn't hit with me in a way that I got real into it. But mm. I know for those people that are like, are into like the horror genre and shooter slash horror, um, it, it's big. So that it's coming back and it's getting remade. I'm not sure if it's going to be a true like remake. I also didn't get a chance to watch the trailer, unfortunately, but it's coming back. And yeah. from what I've heard, like it looks pretty crazy. So I'll, I'll, I'll make sure to watch that uh, when I, whenever I get the chance, probably after this. Um, an interesting story from the gaming world. Um, I don't know. I know Marcus is familiar with WWE and that they make a, a 2K series of games, much like there's 2K, uh, NBA 2K. There's, uh, I think, P is PGA Tour also 2K? I'm pretty sure, mm, right? Yes, 2K23. So there is, uh, in, the latest, uh, in the latest series of games, there is a superstar by the name of Randy Orton. Now, Randy Orton, one of, his, uh, one of the big things about him is he has sleeves, on his arms, which if you don't know that those are like tattoos, basically his arms are covered from wrist to shoulder in tattoos. Now his tattoo artist sued WWE for using her art, Randy Orton's arms in the game without her knowing or her consent or anything like that and won. So I guess they're not going to be able to use Randy Orton's, uh, tattoos on his arms anymore and games going forward and or they're gonna have to pay her or something but she she won a lawsuit for her art which were his tattoos on his arms and i was surprised that she won she got three thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars in damages three thousand seven hundred and fifty yes three thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars mm. one like it just it's just a crazy story you know, I'm going to sue you because you're using the tattoos that I put on one of your superstars. She wins, but then she gets 3700 bucks. Yeah. Like, I feel like it probably costs more than that for the case. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's so, strange. So it was a strange story. And, like, I wanted to get your thoughts on something like that. Like, somebody claiming, I mean, obviously there's merit to it because she won. But claiming your art, like, as somebody's tattoo. I don't know the legal logistics or something behind like that, but ultimately I do know when it comes to artists and stuff like that, especially a tattoo that, you know, they drew, they've drawn, they've drawn and stuff like that. And um, I can kind of see something like that going forward, just because obviously it's something that's original to them, uh, something that they might've made, especially, you know, body art, right? It's even called body art. I think they, who, who did your tattoo? You ask a person, oh, so-and-so did it. You know what I mean? Um, it's a reflection of the artist and the person who you're, who's going to pr provide the tattoo for you, right? So that is interesting. It's mind blowing. She only got thirty seven hundred dollars. Yeah, for I feel like, I, like I, and, and and like they've been using Randy Orton in these games for years. So it's not like it's just one or two games. This is a, over the course of the last ten years, probably. So maybe longer. But uh, yeah, thirty seven hundred. I feel like that's nothing for for that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. So uh, we'll see what happens going forward with people and tattoos and games and stuff like that, because that, that kind of sets a big precedent. Yeah. Uh, so Elle Fanning is going to be starring in Hideo Kojima's next game. 
there's been a lot of hype about his next game and what it's going to be. I'm not sure if this is the one he's doing for Xbox, but uh, El Fanning is going to be the main character. Uh, 2025 Call of Duty is said to be an advanced warfare sequel. Now, this news to me, I I was not a fan of the advanced warfare sequel. I mean, advanced warfare game of Call of Duty. So uh, this does absolutely zero for me if it's gonna have the same movement. Uh, I know Daniel. I think you. I, I I think Daniel was the one that was a, a fan of this and the movement. Yeah. The jetpacks, because there has been, I think, in one of the Black Ops games, uh, Black Ops 4, maybe, there was, like, some side-to-side, like, little movement. But the thing with Advanced Warfare is that it was not just uh, side-to-side, but also vertical. So you could go up. So it changed the game from, like, peeking corners and, you know, there was little dodges, but, you know, it it was more, like, strafing, left to right aiming. But here, where it became like, okay, there's a guy flying in the air, like, no. Like, mm-hmm. for me, that just didn't, it didn't hit with me. I know some yeah. people loved it, but, uh, I, and, and I'm not sure why they're announcing this, like, three years ahead. I guess now, because the cycle is, like, three different Call of Duty studios, so I guess they're starting to work on it now. Mm-hmm. Which would mean that next year's Call of Duty is already in the works, and the year after. I'm sure, yeah. So I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think next year is supposed to be black, like a Black Ops, an, a new Black Ops game. Yeah, what is it? Um, uh, Treyarch, right? Isn't that the other yeah, one? Yeah, Treyarch. So those are the ones I personally like the most because I'm a big zombies guy. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I guess, I mean, we have three years, so <laughs> yeah, so, we have some time. <laughs> so this next one, uh, I got a little bit excited about, and I actually got excited for you and wanted to get your questions on this. Uh, Legend of Zelda. There was a a tier of the kingdom statue of Link at this event. It was a Nintendo Live event in Japan. And it had a really interesting uh, arm for Link. Yes. Something I've never seen before. Again, I'm not a big Zelda person i'm not familiar with some of the powers and different little things that link has gone through so to me when i saw that arm i was like whoa what is that i'm like i know a guy i know a guy that is familiar with a little bit of the zelda and link stuff so i'll get his thoughts well in the trailers in the trailers that have come out we we don't really have an absolute answer as to what became of his arm uh, there are a lot of um there are a lot of theories out there, one being because if you played Breath of the Wild, there is that technology um, aspect to it, right? Where things from the Guardians, you kind of recreate Guardian technology and you're able to do different things with the technology, you know? Um, the different swords, the axes, the spears and stuff like that. Um, and you also have the, the Sheikah Slate where it's able to, you know, bombs, uh, stop time for a little bit, use that as a magnet. So people are thinking that this might either be some sort of Guardian technology that Link has now imbued into his arm. Or mm-hmm. something like that. Or if it's not the Garden technology, it's and this is a little bit more of the you know the theory type stuff that you see out there. A little bit more out there. Um, it's fun. People think it might be a callback to the Twilight uh, realm uh, because it does have. Uh, I don't know if you ever played Twilight Princess, where it, in the Twilight realm, it, things are dark. Things kind of this, this darkness kind of kind of embodies um, 
certain areas, certain bad guys, and you know, it does have almost the same color hue. Uh, but I know people have also talked about it just being maybe an arm from the Twilight series. This which, and people are like, dang, you know what I mean? Because people are kind of counting this as a, a kind of a merge of all the Zelda timelines and stuff like that. So you never really know what you're gonna get. You know, because the Kingdom of Hyrule, in this case, has kind of gone up to the sky. That's the call. People are saying it's a call back to Skyward Sword, you know, City of the Sky. And then you have the Twilight, you know, the Twilight kind of aspects kind of coming up. People think it might be the arm. You have the ancient guardian technology. Um, you have, you know, just all kinds of, all these timelines and aspects of the timelines kind of converging together. So you never know what's going to happen, especially, you know, in Tears of the Kingdom. I'm obviously super, super excited. Um... He does fly off when you kind of run off the side. He does fly off like he does in Skyward Sword. Um, he's, he's still able to climb. It looks like he's climbing different space plateaus. Um, it's going to be amazing. So we'll see kind of more or less what we're going to get. I'm sure when the release gets closer, we're going to see what they have in store for shrines and dungeons. I do believe they are going to go back to traditional dungeons. Um, but obviously the sword, the, his, I'm sorry, his arm is going to be the main mechanic of the game. There's always some sort of mechanic in these Zelda games. The arm is probably going to be the main mechanic. So... Yeah, uh, based on like the the pose that he has on the statue, it reminds me of like, you know, being able to freeze uh, certain things or like, obviously he's using some kind of power, like to to do something out in the world. Yeah, uh, either either over either either some kind of overworld uh, mechanic like the like the freezing or the bombs or whatever. Uh, or maybe uh, battle, like maybe he's using it in some kind of as some kind of like battle power, uh, and uh, you know, not to say that they're mutually exclusive. Like he could use uh, some things in battle, some things in overworld, and they just work differently. Uh, the other thing I would like to mention was his on his uh, hand that is glowing, that greenish hue, greenish bluish. Yeah, hue. like Minna from Twilight Princess. Uh, Same color it, palette, man. It seems like like his nails are very like defined almost claw-like so i thought that was interesting you see that yeah again who knows what it can be and he's he could probably use it as another weapon uh link is you know famous for having this giant arsenal of items and abilities and he's his sack is supposed to be the container of just you know infinite storage so it, it's gonna be something <laughs> it, it's, it's kind of Huh? He he also doesn't have a shield, right? The not not in the statue, uh, but he yeah. does have. I think in the trade, I do remember seeing the Hylian shield. Okay, um, the, you know the famous Hylian shield. I did. I do remember seeing it on him. I was gonna say, I wonder if he can use it defensively too. If he's missing the shield, at least you know I'm, this is just the statue. I'm talking strictly about what we've seen in the statue. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure because with the shield you can parry. Uh, with a shield so i'm sure you'd be able to do something with the, with the arm too and again the the combat gameplay combat of zelda's usually always underrated people never really talk about the combat a lot um but in breath of the wild i loved fighting lionels i loved fighting anything that was going to be hard because it really put my combat skills to the test and you know bows and arrows using your abilities where you can fly up i love the bow um i love dodging i love perfect timing pairing it was just a lot of fun People don't give that enough credit, so I think they're actually gonna probably do, they're they're gonna add on to that and make the gameplay even more fun. So you can bet on it. If I'm not mistaken, uh, Cell, who we mentioned a little while ago, is actually about to finish Breath of the Wild. I really believe she just has Ganon left. Nice. Did she? Uh, so did she do all the shrines? I, I'm not sure. 
Well, I, do I, I, I would doubt it because, you know, she's a mom. She yeah. has her kid in school and stuff like that and busy all the time. So I'll find out or maybe she'll maybe she'll uh, get to that after she finishes the game. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll have to get her thoughts. We haven't talked about it in a while because I know she's been really busy lately. Yeah. But I know she was playing through it like a lot at night. Uh, and she would tell me, oh, I just did this. I just did that. These are my characters I like or whatever. And the uh, last thing she told me is that she was at Ganon, but she knew it was going to be like an investment. So she had been putting it off because she didn't want to like segment, segment, yeah. segment. She wanted to like run through it, you know? Yeah. Well, I, so, oh, I do recommend the DLC. She has to get through a DLC just so she can, you know, experience that awesome boss fight. So we, so Tears of the Kingdom coming soon. So Nanner Banan, get to it, finish the game, do the DLC. I'm sure I'll probably tell you this a little bit after the podcast also, but if you're listening now, finish it, get to it. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom is up on deck. Yes. 300 hours, dude. So from one of our fortes to the others, we got a Pokemon Scarlet and Violet trailer. It was about a 15, roughly a 15-minute trailer. And uh, before I get into the whole shebang of what my thoughts on it, do you have anything? Did you get to watch it? Did you get to watch it all? Parts of it? Did you do the mute thing like you usually do? No, this time I just did not. I, I think I told you yesterday where this week I was swamped. I had mm-hmm. no downtime whatsoever. I didn't even get a chance to see it. I have not seen it. The only thing I did kind of see was the new Pokemon, the new mm-hmm. evolution of, and I can never say that Pokemon's name, dude. I can I, I see the spelling. Garafferig. Oh, it always trips me out. And then you have the evolution, which is called Farafferig. It's Farah, Farigaraf. Farigaraf. Okay, so it's, it's, yeah, it always trips me out. always blows my mind. But I didn't get to see much of it, dude. I've actually nothing at all, just kind of the articles and bits and pieces of the information that were introduced. Um, I think they did confirm, they did not calling them alpha Pokemon, but different size Pokemon, yes? Yes, I think, I think the, there was rumors of that, but yeah, there are going to be different sizes. Okay, and they're not, but they're not calling them alphas, right? Uh, they've talked about... I'm not sure if that's what the, like, we get that giant, what's his name? The big crab? Yeah. Because we do see a bunch of them, and then we see, like, the mega one, right? Yeah. So I'm not sure if it's just going to be like that, or if they are going to be called alpha, because what are they called? What are they called? The the, the colossal Pokemon, or the titans. They've called them, like, titans, is, like, the word that we've heard a lot. So I'm not sure if they're going to be referred to as titans, or which are going to be essentially alphas, or if it's going to be different. Uh, we'll have to wait and see, like, to see how the mechanics, if there's any kind of mechanic or if they're essentially just alphas, which, are, which just mean they're any, big. Um, did they show off any uh, Hisuian Pokemon? Uh, I, I'm not sure. Because I, I was think, a big fan I, of the, the Hisuian men. I, I really was. Of the Mons, anyways. Yeah. I, I, I mean. But jump right I, into I, it. I, I'm right pretty here. sure that we've, I'm pretty sure. Zoroark is in the game. I know that's what you're really yeah. asking. I know that's what you really mean. <laughs> well, but because I'm pretty sure Zoroark to, is in there. <laughs> I get to, I get to, uh, uh, call it? I get to go shiny hunting, or you know, shiny with uh, Zoroark, man. I want to make sure I get a purple, awesome Zoroark, man. <laughs> well, are you gonna? Are you getting the plushie? I know. I when I saw that they're coming out with a plushie, I was like, dude, I send this to Marcus immediately. I. I do have plans of obtaining the plushie. Yes, I do. Um, I don't know if I sh- I don't know if I showed you or told you, but my uh, my girlfriend Mandy got me the sleeping score bunny plushie, and this plushie is actually kind of big. It's probably the size of 
Remember the Bowser show? I told I, I I bought it's a big big Bowser show. I took a picture of it and kind of showed you the 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 size of it. Remember that? It was probably the size of a like kind of kind of like those. How how big would it be? Probably the size of a PlayStation Five times three, two, one of the times two. It's about that big. So the score bunny is about that big. So I have it resting on top of my mangas and it's sleeping there on top of my manga set. So it looks really cool. That's awesome. I have a giant squirtle. <laughs> yeah, why well, oh, yeah, your squirtle's big. <laughs> yeah, is it about that size? It's actually yeah, actually it is about that size. Yes, it is. So, awesome. Sideways. He is sleeping. Okay. So that makes my third score bunny, because I have a small plush you gave me. I have a the the well, it's an extra small than the one that you gave me. The small one from GameStop, I now have a sitting score bunny. So that's my third score bunny plushie. Dang, that's awesome. Making a little yeah. collection now. Yeah, the plushies, yeah. Because uh, I do have the Saba one from Melanie. I have the um, the Ampharos, which is also one you got me, and I have a big score bunny. So, But that Zoroark is in the plans for sure. All right. Well, I- I'm not sure. I- I'm trying to remember if I've seen him, but I swear I've seen Zoroark. In one of the trailers, I'll have to double check and get back to you with that one. But uh, the Pokemon trailer, it showed there was not too much new, uh, but just some of the stuff that we already knew, mostly a lot of uh, quality of life kind of stuff. We did not get the starter evolutions like I was hoping for, but uh, some of the things that we did get were uh, they showed us that uh, in the overworld, Terra Pokemon are going to glow. So that's going to be cool. When they first uh, encounter a Pokemon, I forget which Pokemon it was, but they see that it's glowing. And I was like, whoa, is that shiny or is that Terra? And they showed us that it's actually a, uh, a rare Terra type Pokemon. And uh, there was also some... We ha- I had some questions from the last trailer about Pokemon going off to battle on their own and battling without you like actively uh, battling other Pokemon. So it's good. There is going to be some sort of let's go like instruct uh, system where you can send out a Pokemon, much like Legend, uh, Legends Arceus, where you send them to either battle somebody or to collect items. Uh, obviously, like if they're battling, they are going to take some hits. They're going to take some damage, but they're also going to if they win, they're going to get the XP. So it'll be a fast way to kind of like be able to farm XP for your Pokemon, which is going to be pretty cool that they're bringing that back from uh this uh, their latest installment in Legends Arceus. Uh, the collect items too. Items are invaluable in the game. So that's going to be pretty cool. You can just say, hey, Growlithe, go get that. No harm done. Uh, they did show a little bit of Team Star. Again, they look phenomenal. Uh, and uh, highlighted, of course, by their leader. Uh, what I thought was really interesting is there are some... I forget what they called them, but there's going to be like like a gauntlet sort of thing with Team Star where you have to fight and KO. Like you're basically trying to get to their leader and they are just throwing Pokemon at you left and right. And you have to, you have a time limit to knock out 30 Pokemon in that time so that you can get to their leader is what they made it seem like. So basically you're going to like uh, Growlithe, go fight here. Uh, Snivy, go fight here. Uh, Machoke, go fight here. Uh, Lechonk, go fight here. And you're going to have to be knocking out all these Pokemon within a time limit. Again, I, the count I saw was 30. Then you get to fight the leader. And they said that 
you're in for a big treat when you get to that leader is what they said so that, that's a new little mechanic sort of like a little like raid uh sort of thing yeah so th- that looked pretty cool i'm excited to see what that's going to work like uh big quality of life change uh tms are not going to be available at the pokemon center by way of a tm machine that you are going to be able to craft tms and just purchase them as much as you want uh, I think they did say it's going to be like with league points or battle points or something like that. So uh, whatever TM you want, you have access to. You just got to save up uh, your BP, your money, whatever it is that they're going to charge you. So that's good. Uh, and then, of course, you talked about uh, Garafarig getting an Evo uh, called F- uh, Uh It's going to maintain the normal psychic typing. Uh, the The color palette, it's a little bit darker. Uh, his neck, I think, does uh, get a little bit longer, and he gets what kind of looks like a little helmet-ish kind of thing up there. Looks so cool. it's it's always nice to see uh, some Pokemon that kind of are afterthoughts uh, for a lot of people. I've always I've always really liked Garafarig. He's just not has never really been a viable Pokemon uh, in terms of like competitive or whatever. Sure, like um, uh, during the game or if you do some of like the the post-game stuff you can use whoever you want but in terms of like battling uh competitive and stuff like that i'm hoping that he's a viable pokemon because this would be super cool to have uh one of our old school gen gen 2 pokemon now all of a sudden is uh you know getting some newfound love and is viable mm-hmm. uh we did get a little bit of oh dude this one oh my god you're in trouble marcus they showed what uh, some of the character customization is going to be like. Uh-uh. And oh my goodness, <laughs> it looks extensive. <laughs> not not crazy, but compared to some of the other games we've gotten, like it looks like you're going to be able to do a lot of customization, which is dope. Yes, to your character, which is Oof, dope. Huh? But for some people, like, you know, for those people that like to build their perfect character, I'm talking to you, Malice. Uh, yeah. You know, it, it it can become like a like a game in and of itself. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Remember that Elden Ring customization, dude. Yeah, I think three that, hours. Yeah, three hours. It took me three hours to come up with a character <laughs> just because I wanted to fit. And I do have I do have the names, and I have to, I have told Rico right. Um, my uh, a male will be called Bowser, and the female that if I make a female will be called Malice. That's just the way I've done it. So that's a little shout out to my other female <laughs> character creation. So uh, it did also show that we are going to be able to take pictures of Pokemon, of our like selfies and stuff like that. And you're going to be able to upload that like onto your Pokemon profile, which I thought was pretty Ooh, cool. That's cool. That, that's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, what else? The picnic there. What they expanded a little bit. We had touched on that. There's going to be like some kind of food mechanic. It's going to be picnics. Uh this is going to be, if I understand correctly, this is going to be the only way that you can find game, uh, eggs in the game. Mm-hmm. And you're just going to find them. You're not going to breed. You're not going to do none of that. You're just going to find these random eggs at your picnics and hatch them and see what you get. I'm not sure how that's going to work exactly. Uh, we're going to have to wait and see if they give us more news or if they they break that down a little bit better. Or, you know, maybe coming we'll soon, find man. out when the game comes out. Yeah, it's coming soon. Yeah, it's it, we're, what, a month away? Yeah. A little over? A little over a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, there's going to be a sandwich system, which you're going to be able to get different ingredients, make sandwiches. And it is going to, it, it's, it's going to be very interesting because uh, a lot of times we get like these little mini game gimmicks within within games. And sometimes 
uh, what you get out of them is not really everybody's forte, like uh, the ribbons for some of the beauty contests or the people that uh, back in the day like to make the poffins for mm-hmm. Pokemon and up the stats and what have you for the contest or just because they want the stats. The sandwiches are going to not only restore HP to your Pokemon, but they're also going to give little buffs. Uh, some of the ones highlighted in the trailer were you're going to get a buff to XP, so you're going to be able to level up faster. There's going to be another buff for catch power, specifically for a certain type of Pokemon. So uh, you get catch power fairy, you're going to be able to, it's going to be easier to catch fairy type Pokemon. There's also going to be encounter power, which if you get encounter par- encounter par- uh, encounter power fairy, you're going to encounter a lot more fairy Pokemon. And then the last one, I think, is they had something for raid power. And this is also going to be by typing. I think the one they showed there was, like, ground. I'm imagining, like, I don't know if it's going to be that your ground attacks are going to do more damage or you're going to you're gonna be more likely to encounter, like, ground Pokemon or if it's going to be a ground Terra-type Pokemon or what. But it's going to help you a little bit more with, like, the randomness and kind of if you're going to shine, if you're a shiny hunter... If you're looking for certain type of Pokemon, if you are going to look for certain Terra types, that might be a thing. Or if you're struggling with the big uh, Terra type raids and you need to buff a certain type of damage, maybe that'll be what that works with. But I mean, it's going to be interesting and it's going to have a lot of functions, not just like some little mini game. It's going to help you along the course of your journey and uh, building, even building your teams, whether that's shinies or comp Pokemon. So that's going to be big. The last thing I saw uh, that I wanted to highlight was probably the raids. They did show that uh, the battles are going to be on a timer. And it seems like, uh, based on what we know, you're going to be able to just like free battle. It's not going to be like, okay, you go, now you go, now you go, now you go. Now the enemy goes, now uh, we start again. You're going to be able to free, just have a free battle. And from what I saw, somebody fainted and it gave them like a five, a five second countdown until they could return to the battle. Uh, I believe there is also going to be the cheering thing that you could do if you fainted in a raid in Sword and Shield. So you will. Get, I'm not sure what the buffs are going to be or like if it's going to heal people. There's going to be some sort of, uh, what do you call it, either barrier or some. It's going to do something, I'm sure. But uh, we'll have to wait to see uh, when the game comes out. But yeah, those are like the big things that I noticed, uh, you know. Some of you might think that it's nothing other like to me, a lot of these are very big deals because it was, this is my game. Right. So mm-hmm. yeah. Any, any thoughts on any of those things? What's exciting? What's not exciting? I mean, anything Pokemon, anything that's going to make it easier. And I've always kind of just said, whether it's easier to level up, easier to breed and quality of life type things. Cause ultimately I know people like to have their ultimate team. That's kind of kind of like what, you know, aside from catching all the Pokemon in the game, just having your, your perfect team, your perfect mons, right. You, you know, just making it fun and making the post game fun. I know I actually really enjoyed the DLC for Sword and Shield. So that's also another thing just to kind of see in what direction this whole game can go. So there's a lot, there's going to be a lot. There's going to be plenty of support. Like always. Um, it's just exciting, man. It's exciting to see. Yeah, for sure. And I'm super, super excited, obviously. So um, now we're going to get to the, 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 the game that uh, we've been waiting to talk about. 
And I can I can now confirm that yes, everybody's been asking, what are our thoughts on 2K23? And Marcus has officially played 2K23. Oh he came over to the house and he made his character. And I'm sure he went and immediately went home and bought the game. Right? No, not me. <laughs> no, but uh, in all seriousness, we had the launch of Overwatch 2 this week. Uh, I will preface this by saying it was a little bit of a rocky launch. They Blizzard did put out that they were getting a lot of uh, DDoS attacks, uh, at least those first two days, which uh, led to a lot of players not being able to get into the game. Uh, at one point, I saw people were getting uh, cues of like, there's 20,000 people ahead of you. There's 40,000 people in line ahead of you. I even saw some like in the hundred thousands. So one, it was a struggle to get in the game. Then two, there was a lot of uh, crashes where you would get just thrown out of the game. So obviously that, you know, hindered the, the launch for at least those first two days, like pretty heavily. But, uh, you know, all in all, when you get to actually play the game and it, now it seems like in a more stable state, uh, I did get to play a little bit this morning and, uh, the battle pass feels good. The gameplay feels good. Uh, there was another issue with, uh, them having like the old returning player experience versus the new player experience where there's a little bit of a progression where you have to unlock characters as you play and level up. Uh, to give people that just like what it is, a little sense of progression where like, oh, I unlocked this new character. Let me try him out. Versus like us old heads that played the original, uh, just kind of get to have everybody right off the bat. Uh, and there was an issue there where people were getting their characters locked that weren't supposed to have their characters locked. There was some issues too, I think, with the uh, Watchpoint pack and people not getting their their like currency and... Uh, having access to uh, the new hero, Kiriko, right off the bat. So it seems like most of that has been resolved. And like I say, it's it's stable. We did get, I think, what, like maybe three or four maintenances so far. Um, but yeah, that's, that's you know, the kind of the, the negative stuff. Uh, and I know people are going to like, some people that are just Overwatch haters are just going to latch themselves onto that. Same game, LOL, dead game, uh, can't even get into the game, whatever. But uh, when you get down to playing the game, it is amazing. Uh, before we get into like the good stuff, do you have any thoughts or do you have any experiences you want to share about with the the problems? Before we get into like the big stuff. As far as, I mean, it was just for me. Um, I know personally it was just more so getting into the game. I think I got disconnected once and then right in the beginning, it was just that problem with not, not having other heroes. But it was just getting in, man. And I know I called in, did all these things. And it was the day after, got home. And it was Friday night also. Remember that? Friday night. It was super yeah. pumped to play. And it was just maintenance and maintenance. Couldn't play, couldn't play. But yesterday and the day before, where was it? No, yesterday was probably the best day of Overwatch. Getting in less than 5, 10 seconds. No disconnection issues whatsoever. And we just had a good time. So... Yeah, it's obviously we knew it was going to kind of be rock, kind of going to be rock, going to be rocky, and people, oh, you know, and you see the internet, people are just haters, man, and I'm going to call them out because haters, like, yeah, it was a rocky launch. They addressed it quickly. It took maybe four or five days. It's running smoothly, and people just, you know, want to be negative for just, I guess, seek negative attention or whatever the fact. But 
not it's it, it was running all right and again pa- being patient being just patient overall um especially with a game going free to play and especially having new players and people you know that's that's you ultimately you want to see people playing overwatch it's one thing oh i can't play overwatch you know screw they ain't gonna play anymore or oh there's too many people i'll play when it dies down like hey you you can't have your cake and eat it you know what i mean like yeah just be happy there's people getting into the game be happy we're actually playing the game it's it, this is a new life for Overwatch, especially for you know the guys who've been playing since 2016 from since day one or the guys who have been playing since they picked it up and never left you know what i mean i know rico came on the, the train a little later and ever since then he's been on that train he never got off you know what i mean and we're still on that train we're gonna still be on that train um, so it's a new life for us and at the end of the day you want to see the support you want to see the fan base you want to just enjoy the game for what it is and you know let's you know and with that said low public uh, public service announcement let's reduce the toxicity in this game huh, huh? come on guys yeah. <laughs> is this your first time first, first, first time playing first, first time playing? <laughs> 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 i'm usually it's a little, a little thing i'm usually the one with like the memes or all you know usually the one with like those meme jokes or something with whatever i know last time we were talking about PUBG. Rico, we're what, top five. Marcus, I need to get out. I need to get out. And Rico couldn't get out because I was on the floor in front of him healing. I said, uh, I'm healing because that was more important than winning the game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so and so Rico uh, recently just, you know, was asking for healing, asked for healing. And the guy just says, no. And he's like, oh, okay. And the guy hits him with, first time playing. <laughs> dude, dude, and let me, uh, let me tell you this, like, there, there are those people, and it's it's a meme in the Overwatch community. There are those people that spam the need healing button like as as oh, much yeah. as they can. I never ask for healing. Like I never press that button because I never I, I know what it's like because I do play a lot of support. I know what it's like, and I know the annoying uh, thing that it is to have people just do that to you. So I'll once in a while, when like I'm low health and I've been low health for a while, I'll ask for healing. And that was the case in a game that we had, uh, not last night, but night before, right? Yeah. And it was it was a pretty intense game. And honestly, it wasn't looking too good at the beginning. We were we were struggling that game. And uh, I was playing Sojourn, if I'm not mistaken. And then I'm standing right next to our Ana. And I'm like, dude, I've been low health for a while. This guy hasn't healed me. Like, let me press the button. Need healing. Immediately, in vo- immediately the guy stops moving and in voice chat put, I mean, in text chat, does a team chat he puts no and i was like what and then i was like why and he was like first time playing and i was like dude i'm not even gonna entertain this like f this guy <laughs> uh so then we start we, we we keep playing and then one of our one of our other guys who were playing with omar uh since i mentioned somebody i have to contractually say nan or banana or banana so um Omar asked him, like, what happened? Why won't you heal him? And he said, oh, it's because, uh, you know, he's going off on his own. He's doing other things. I'm like, dude, with Sojourn, I'm supposed to be aggressive, push in, hold chokes, go after the tank, farm farm my railgun, and then try and kill one of their healers so that we're up one, right? And then, you know, the game wasn't going well at that point, so I don't know if that guy was just frustrated. But uh, then we started to get into the game, started to be a little bit closer started to be more competitive. And then all of a sudden, like the guy is pocketing me. I'm like, no, to hell with you. Your heels are crap to me. I don't want none of your heels. <laughs> Ew, ugly heels. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I think we didn't end up losing that game. But Yeah, we lost. But it wasn't it wasn't a big bad beat. I think we lost with we, we had a minute, a minute and seconds 
uh, left to to hold them to the point where they need to catch up on, and it, they are. We just got overwhelmed just, by ult at the end. Yeah, and our healer didn't want to, you know, at least stall for a little bit. Yeah, you know, whatever. But um, yeah, it's not like Rico was a Genji who on the uh, who's on the other side of the map trying to slow the level of the whole team. You know what I mean? So could have been worse. Yeah, and there's times where like somebody will say something and you're like, you know what, he has a point. But yesterday was not one of those times. So, I don't know. Yeah, Marcus is right. Reduce the toxicity. Realize that there's players that, like, don't know everything. Uh, some people that it is their first time playing. And if they're in there with you and you automatically tell them, oh, first time, I'm not going to heal you. Like, what yeah. is that? What 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 is that? What impression is that going to give to a, a potential first time player trying the game for the first time? Maybe trying to get into it. Like you're going to turn these people off of playing that game. Yeah, so. you, and you, you want people to play it. I remember that one time we played a uh, Back for Blood, and this and me and Rico had not like we we, we didn't know the ins and outs. We were trying it out, and this guy just joined our. He asked us to join. We 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 joined his chat and super nice. Took us through the whole thing. Hey, you can try this. You can try that. And me and Rico were like, wow, man, good people. Don't do, do this. Exist. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah, and we were kind of tripping out. And then, you know, and you yesterday, yesterday we were playing another game of Overwatch and uh, the other team had some flyers and they had a, a, a Ryan and I, we had a Widow and I was Torb. And the guy just says, hey guys, um, um, they have a shield. I don't think, um, I don't think Widow or Torb um, was going to do it against the shield. What do y'all think? Or whatever. Like, that's, that's all he said. And I was like, okay, fine. He made a suggestion. I get the Onda. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was a suggestion. Yeah. Rather than like, no, I'm not doing yeah, this no. or, or, and, you and, suck, or the game's and, over. Yeah, and he suggested it. And, you know, I thought about it. I was like, okay, well, there's two flying. There's a flying guy or whatever. Um, I'll switch. I got off. I got off. Torb went to uh, Junkrat to overwhelm the shield or whatever. And then Omar actually switched to, I think, Sojourner or Soldier to be more reliable for whatever. Actually, we switched, you know. No, 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 nothing crazy. We switched off. We took a suggestion. And we ended up winning that game. And, yeah. yeah that was, was a hell of a game, too. That dude. was a, great that was game, a yeah. hell of a game. And we went to what, overtime and then five rounds. It was good. It was, it was one of those fun ones. It was a hell of a game because we had a hell of a we had a hell of a mountain to climb there at the end because it was one of those where like we had like a minute to push and they had like five minutes to push and we held them. It was great. Yeah. And when when and in Overwatch, like when the team works together like that and like people are putting a little bit of input and like everybody does their jobs plus more, like that's like when Overwatch is like at its at its best. Mm -hmm. So to hell with the haters, uh go ahead and type out your little your little paragraphs or whatever funny things you think you're gonna write we're busy playing the game baby <laughs> and again marcus said it's only five days it's been five days since launched and sure there's been hiccups like there is with a lot of games but uh it's running smoothly now so with mm -hmm. that said first impressions marcus what do you think uh different enough you want more uh pacing you like the 5v5 i know oh, you know we've gotten into it a little bit already because we played the betas but what do you think well first of all i'm just glad to see that cross progression everything we've had is is over everything it's just it's a it was a seamless transition so i'm, I'm really glad and happy to see all that um, <laughs> the, fir the first thing marcus texts me dude i logged in where are my skins <laughs> what was it or no my 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 points or what, what was yeah. it you asked Cause you logged in on Xbox initially, right? Yeah, I know. I was asking. I was like, "All my heroes are locked." I was like, "And I don't know why." I was like, "Where are my coins at? Like, where is everything?" <laughs> it was so, like, yeah. it was, I remember you asked, like, "When do I get all that?" And I'm like, "Uh, I had already logged in, so I was like, you should have gotten that immediately.' But how do I tell him? 
how do I tell him yeah, that man. something might be wrong? <laughs> no, man. And I, and I got into PC. I logged on PC and it worked. So I did get everything. Uh, but oh, for, first overall impressions, I do like the 5v5. I really do. It's a lot more fast-paced. Um, the shield, oh, I, I, I thank God for the shields. It's not such a hassle as it was before with the double shield and all that stuff. Um, I do like the DPS. I do like the realm that they're in. They, 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 can, still, they can still do damage. Uh, but at the same time, it's not so over, it's overwhelmingly uh, overwhelmingly favored. Uh, with the tanks, in the tanks, um, with one tank, I know they had to kind of compensate for the lack of two as we as compared we had in Overwatch 1. But with the one tank being where it is, you know, each tank has their gimmick. Each character has a uniqueness to them. And I think that's the route that they should be going in. Uh, a, a prime example can be Kiriko right now, who just um, released for the support. Um, her case, she... She has, she's a great character. She has a Kuranai with a very slow, um, a very slow hit rate or, you know, or fire rate, I'm sorry. Um, but if you get a headshot, it's five times. Um, she has a one second grenade that gives you a vulnerability for one second. So it's all about just- And cleanses. You know, and cleanses, uh, which is huge. Um, so it's just a matter of, you know, why are you going to pick this guy over, let's say, let's say someone like Baptiste or, you know, Baptiste has his window, Baptiste has his, his lap which is not a second, it's, you know, five, six seconds or whatever it is and does have its own HP bar. Or, you know, why am I going to go and choose Ana? And again, Ana with her nade, which is absolutely huge. So again, each character does have a uniqueness to where it feels like nobody, um, there's a reason to pick somebody for different scenarios, which is kind of like what you want to see. And with a 5v5 being as fast-paced as it is and not having to worry about shields, you're able to actually reap the benefits of these abilities a lot more especially if you're able to time them um if you're able to get behind them you want to flank them you want you know team plays and stuff like that uh like yesterday um just an example because there was no shield the reaper went in blossomed us at the same time he was blossoming the lucio ulted just to make sure that the reaper didn't die or whatever because sometimes the reaper and trying to go into a group of five could die off the bat just little things like that so um it makes those plays much more rewarding and i guess a little bit i guess a little bit more um Especially in our play, right? We're not pros or anything, right? But we do take it serious with the comp and stuff like that. Uh, a little bit more uh, often. You do see a lot of stuff like that more often and stuff. So it's good. And the fights are fun. Super fun. Super great. Um, I've enjoyed it. Uh, and again, not because, okay, maybe it's because I'm a little biased, but I've loved it. So I don't care. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, same. Like the pacing is is a lot better. The uh, The oppressive... Uh, ness of like double shield and even two tanks in general where you just have one of them protecting the team and one of them doing whatever the hell he wants you know the off tank is usually what people would say or or whatever you know you're you know you would have your ryan guarding the team and then your diva just flying around killing everybody and then flying back to the team you know mm -hmm. uh now there's a lot more pressure like on the tank to do both uh you know are you going to dive that widow that's giving your team a hard time but at the same time, you you know, you cannot lose your mech because your mech, like as D.Va, is invaluable. So, like, go in there, kill the Widow, come back to your team, get behind a wall, let them heal you up, and then re-engage, and now yeah. you're up. Now you're up back to full health. They're down one, and you have five. You know, like, um, so I really like it from a tank perspective. I know you're a tank player, too, so I'm sure you feel that. Like, a lot more is on your shoulders, which I like. Oh, yeah. Um. Personally, and then uh, from the DPS again, the uh, the oppression of the double tank. It, it's tanks are still strong. Don't get me wrong; they they might even be more more strong individually. But you know, there's not two of them anymore. Um, 
from the from the healer's perspective, the game is a lot more active for you. It's not just I'm gonna hide behind these two shields and I really yeah. don't gotta worry about much. Yeah. Being that being that it's a little bit harder too for your DPS to protect you, uh, because there's no more McCrees to stun or Cassidy, sorry. Now there's no more there's no more there is no more McCree. <laughs> Period. Because now he's Cassidy. Uh there's no more stun on uh, on Cassidy. Uh, Doomfist can't punch uh, from the DPS role anymore. Now he's a tank. Uh, so they can't guard you against those tracers, those sombras. So you have to be a lot more mindful of what's going on. And even you know, if you're one of those healers that plays like like I do, based on positioning and safety, where like I can heal my team, but I'm in a safe spot. You know. Uh, when you have a good Ana or a good BAP or somebody like that, that's just helping tanks, uh, for lack of a better term, just tank all the damage. You decide, you know what? Like we're not gonna do getting, we're not getting anywhere. I'm gonna go for the for the healer. So now with Genji's um, tracers, Sombras being like as prominent as they are now in this game, you have to look out for that a lot more now. And Reaper too is one that you have to if you're that back and I try my very best to call out ping whenever like somebody, I think somebody's about to ult or like, dude, I saw a Reaper TP. He's looking for an ult or, uh, there's a, there's a Genji on me. Turn around, please help me. Uh, same thing with Sombra. So you have to be mindful of where they're, where they're at, who's coming at you, save your sleep in case you need it. Save your, your, uh, your anti-nade in case you need that. So it, it, to me, it's a lot more active on the on the support side, which I like because it makes you feel like you're not just pumping heels, like you're actively like it, it's a good way like to learn to kind of shot call in the game and like communicate with your with your team and say okay. like look here, ping there, uh, somebody here, Reaper there, and I actually uh, one of our buddies last night streamed like when we were having our play session, and I went back and watched uh, some of his stream. And I realized, like, dang, I talk a lot <laughs> when we're playing. I didn't think I talked that much, but I think it's good. No, I, I think it's good for the most part. No, somebody has to kind of. Again, I guess I've always contributed as a guy. Again, you you watch the plays, you you know what the guys you know you you, you know you watch a lot more of the streams and, and what are the big brain big brain plays that people online are doing and stuff like that. So you kind of tell us, and we you know we real, you get real excited. We're going to listen because we obviously we want to win. You know what I mean? Um, so it's kind of it's kind of a thing of learning and understanding. And again, I've always said, like me personally, oh, I I learned a lot from some of the guys that I play online. You know, they might do something cool that I like. They, you know, I really like the way they did this, um, or you know, positioning and stuff like that. So you know, but there's nothing wrong with learning from your own teammates. You know what I mean? Especially the things you say. You know what I mean? Um, so it's always just a it's a learning thing, just kind of playing and having fun. And if you want to be better, just kind of seeing what everybody else is doing. You know, copycat. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you did you did bring up uh, streamers and people that are that are streaming Overwatch. Currently, on uh, on Twitch, there are drops for Overwatch Two. If you watch, I believe it is what like two hours of a, of a stream on Twitch. Of course, being that you have linked your Battle.net to your Twitch account, if you do watch Twitch, or maybe you're new to you're you're new to the platform, you can register for Twitch, uh, link your Battle.net account if you're an Overwatch player. And uh, you get to watch 
a couple hours. I think it's uh, an hour or two hours for the first drop. I think it's a, a spray and a charm. Yeah. Yeah, the first one is a, is a spray and a charm. And then you watch like another two hours or so, and then you get like a, a legendary skin for Kiriko and a voice line. So that's going on right now, I believe until the 17th. If I'm not mistaken. No. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's yes. what you told me. Or, or, yeah. You told me that. Actually, no. Look, it's it's going to the 16th, I believe. Oh. And then on the 17th, I think we get a different one. Ooh. On the 17th, from the 17th to the 24th, we get the razor sharp Kiriko spray and a donut weapon charm. Nice. Yeah, and with that, if you have not, if you're an Overwatch fan and you have not watched the Kiriko short that Blizzard just... Uh, put out i think at uh, twitchcon they had it at the launch of twitchcon wow dude it you know you're missing out go check it out top tier uh so go check that out and uh if you're on twitch go on twitch look for those drops all you have to do is have a streamer open that has tw- uh, drops enabled uh you can check them out get some tips from them uh copy some of their play styles you know there's a uh, master level tanks out there uh dps support players uh, and people that main all kinds of characters. So you can find somebody for you that you can learn from. Or if you just want to put it on, put it on mute and just get the drop, you can do that too. Uh, so look out for that. So we went. Out, we talked a little bit about the game. What do you think about the Battle Pass, Marcus? Battle Pass? The, if, you're, if you're playing the challenges, if you're playing the, the... What's the other thing? The Battle Passes, you're playing the dailies, you're playing the weeklies yeah. and all that stuff. It, it, the challenges, easy. I think is what yeah. they're called, right? Yeah, this yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I mentioned I, I got it right the first time. It seems like you'll be able to go through it, but again, you have to pl- you have to play the game to do it. And I think we put in a good amount of hours, and I think I'm on like, I'm on twenty. The good thing is you do have like sixty plus days, or it started at sixty plus days and stuff like that. Um, you know, my only concern is is am I going to actually get through all eighty in the sixty day period before the next one starts? And again, that seems like you know, and every ten battle pass levels, you get a skin. So it seems kind of rough. I, I'm going to hold judgment on that until I can see what these 60 days are for me. And um, just because I, I won't be able to play as often as, you know, as a weekend. Um, I do get home like at 530 and I do have a routine. So I normally don't start playing until 8. And even then I'm, I'm exhausted. Um, so I want to see how far I can get before I kind of hold judgment. Just because, again, I'm not on all the time. And there's other things I want to do and stuff. So we'll see. I'm going to hold my judgment on the battle pass. Yeah, uh, I will say my initial impressions are I love doing like the whole daily thing coming from I threw it out there earlier just randomly. I don't know where Destiny uh, coming from Destiny. I really liked like doing some daily stuff and getting little drops and XP bumps here and there. Uh, so this is kind of familiar for me doing the dailies and there's weeklies uh, seasonal challenges and stuff like that. I think I did all I did do the weeklies already. Uh, I do my dailies every day. Uh, from a perspective of doing your dailies, you're going to rank up pretty quick. Uh, over the course of the first two days, where, or the first three days, actually, the first two days kind of being uh, very unstable with the servers, I was able to get to about 20 uh, just doing my dailies and doing the missions that it told me. And it uh, kind of gives you a little reason to like try something new. It'll tell you like, one of them, like, is super simple. It's just say thanks to your healer. Say thanks to a support player. 
That's it. Boom. You get extra XP. Uh, there are bonuses too for if you do at least three dailies every day. I think you get like a little boost uh, every time you do that. Uh, if you do have us, we both do have the watch point pack. So we do get like that, whatever it is, like 20% extra XP or something like that. You do also get uh, stacks when you play in teams, when you do consecutive games. Um, so to me, it, it's it's fair. It's a fair battle pass. And I did compare last night with uh, with one of our other players, Andrew. He was at a certain level and his battle pass tier, he was like in the in the teens maybe. And he, he needed a, a 10,000 XP or 1,000 XP, whatever it is, to upgrade his tier. And I'm already like in the 30s or somewhere there. And I also still only need 1,000 XP. Our XP for level was the same. It wasn't like it gets progressively harder. Mm-hmm. So that's good because that means like it's not it's not going to drag towards the end. Like you're going to need like a million XP to level up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's consistent. Uh, I probably have logged the most time out of all of, out of our friend group. So uh, yeah, I am, I am close to, I think up next is, I, I just got the, the sojourn skin. So I'm on my way, I think to the Pharaoh skin. Is that 40 or is that 30? I don't remember, but I'm well, up there already. Yeah. So to me, to me, it's been good. And to me, like that, I've gone through it a little bit more and paid attention to those uh, missions and trying to do them every day. Number to me, it's, it's been very, nothing but positive. And I think it's yeah. going to remain that way. Uh, what do you think of the new hero? Oh man. First, first thing, cause just because I was playing again, just, I was trying to add the healer, healer, healer. I, and you kind of realize real quick that the reason she doesn't heal, I guess, like not burst, right? It's not a slow thing. It's because it, it does track. Her healing papers do track. But she's good. She's damn good. And her cooldowns are short enough to where she can just get in and out of fights, pop in and out. It's a very, very generous... Um, what is it? Where her step is very generous to get from one player. It goes through walls. You can go through walls and stuff. As long as a player is, you know, in your vicinity, you can go back and forth. Um, her grenade, it's a grenade that goes up and down. It's awesome too. It's good, man. Honestly, she's good. And I think she's she's right off the bat in a good spot. But usually the way it works when a new character drops, they seem to be a little bit overpowered and then they kind of tweak them based off what they see. So she probably gets tweaked going down the road. But she's good, man. And she's awesome. She's. I think. She, I think. I think that's a, a great. It was a great start for a character right off the bat. Yeah, and uh, you know, of course, the only unfortunate thing is, of course, everybody wants to jump back into comp, but uh, she is locked out of comp, which they yeah. usually they have kind of done like with their their launch heroes uh, here. With I don't know when they started to do that because I haven't played Overwatch as long as you have, but uh, they did lock her out of comp, so you can only play her in quick play uh, at the moment or arcade or some of the other modes uh, that are in the game. But uh, I agree. Uh, she's in a very good spot. She's not oppressive. She's not overpowered like we have seen uh, other characters launch. Uh, Echo, Brig. Sigma. 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 Yeah. <laughs> well, well, dude, and Sigma has been nerfed like a, oh, yeah. a good couple times. A lot. But Brig. But oh, Brig. Brig, too, bro. Brig got nerfed like 15 different times, I swear. And she was no, just... Dude. 
She would, everybody called her the final raid boss and it became a thing where just do just nano brig, let her rally and let her kill the whole team. Yeah, man. Cause she wasn't dying. <laughs> she tank, wasn't dying. She was a, she was a tank slash support slash DPS. It was, it was crazy, but, uh, but yeah, I actually think that this is probably one of the best launches they've had for a character. Yeah, she's interesting. Sure. She's fun enough. She's very versatile because she can climb. She can hop in to one of her people that is in trouble and heal them. She can save you if she's quick thinking with the, with the, with her little like cleanse grenade. Uh, I know we, we kind of compare it to, uh, to immortality, uh, field just because like it has that same effect. That's what we're familiar with. Like in terms of that kind of mechanic. Um, and the precision of uh, the, the, the need of precision when you want to do damage with her kit, uh, as far as her offensive side, uh, it's pretty cool too, because you know, you can feel like you're doing nothing if you're just throwing those shuriken, but as soon as you start tapping those heads, whoa, like those guys yeah. are feeling that. So you, you get to do a lot. And then, uh, the ult, oh my goodness, that ult. Hey, it's you know, so there, much fun. There's some characters that don't, uh, benefit from it as much, but give me like, give me a Rhine. Give me a, a a roadhog. Give me. I know you had firsthand experience with a Zenyatta. Hey, dude. Some there heaters, was also bro. <laughs> the the soldier, dude. Soldier ult with with Kiriko's ult. Oh my goodness. Uh, tactical visor. Whoa! It just shreds everybody. Typically with the soldier ult, because it locks onto center of mass and does not headshot, you get a second to kind of like be able to escape away from him. Mm. But with the speed buff and the rate of fire buff, you get shredded. If there's no diva Sigma shield to protect you, you're dead. Yeah. Or, or unless you're playing behind natural cover, you know, being smart and whatnot, like you're, you're going to die. <laughs> so it, she's good, but it, good in that it's uh she fits into comps. You're not, you, you can play her with anything like, right. But, She's gonna be. She's gonna shine in certain comps, which is the way Overwatch should be. Mm -hmm. you everything situational, you know. Yeah. But she's a lot of fun. I I wanted to play her a little bit more these past few days. I know those first couple of days I didn't get to play her too much, but uh, I've gotten to try a little bit, and she's a lot of fun because you feel like you're doing so much. Yeah, and her ult is her ult is just so much fun, man. Like Rico had mentioned, just being under that thing. And just letting it fly, dude. I know the first time it happened, Rico's first experience was with Ryan. My first experience was with Zen. And he says, your hammer, your hammer, how fast to swing it. And then we, when I'm, I'm Zen. I, I had the other guy oh. discorded. And oh, I, that's cute. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, it's, yeah dude. Ding, 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 ding. I was just like, oh, my God, dude. It's fast, man. It was Bast so much Bastion fun. Bastion Zen? <laughs> it was with crazy, With the Discord? <laughs> So yeah, uh, those are those are kind of like our first thoughts on Overwatch 2. The last thing I'll ask you about it, what has been your favorite experience so far? Uh, whether it's a play or a game or something funny happened, uh, I got I got trash talked to. <laughs> you know, know what's been uh, your first memory? Your first big memory from launch week? I mean, just I, I have had a lot of fun just playing with 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 you all. Um, you know, Omar, Andrew, you and stuff. So I, we've had a good time with that, man. And I, that's the one of the things I'm I just always was always expecting was just to play with you all. So kudos to that, man. 
Uh, as far as actual plays, just Diva. Man, I think Diva's an amazing spot and having so much fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've uh, I've already landed my fair share of uh, Sigma rocks and Mora's faces when she's ulting. So that's always that always makes me feel some kind of way. Uh, I did eat a grav last night in a critical time, which that's probably like in in terms of like my my own like about me like that's probably been one of my favorite things uh you know from this launch week but uh, like you say you cannot beat the feeling of stacking with your friends and just going in there and kicking some butt yeah yeah so yeah uh it's been a positive it's been positive now again day five and uh, i'm sure we'll probably be on there tonight yeah for sure if you're on uh if you're on overwatch uh, I would probably say we usually go, I, I usually start playing, well, actually tonight's Sunday, so tonight is House of the Dragon, so I probably will be busy from 8 to 9, but after that, we'll pro you'll probably come across, if you come across a Big Boss Bowser, or Punk Rico 21, or Big Booty Daddy, or uh, what's Andrew? RGC. Andrew RGC, or Andrew RGC. Uh, just go ahead and quit because we're going to kick your ass. <laughs> and, uh, or just run the other way, just let your team know, like, there's no hope. Just exit out. Just give them the SR because they're going to embarrass us. Please, please give us a chance, please. It's our first time. So with that being said, that is our weekly recap for this week. Any last thoughts? Uh, anything you think I missed, Marcus? No, no. I think we kind of got everything covered. Uh, we had a lot of fun this week. We're going to have a lot of fun this week with, you know, watching anime, watching TV finales, uh, and, um, just playing in games. It's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be a good month. Yeah, yeah. It's it's off to a hot start for sure, dude. So, uh, with that, thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll see you again. Uh, I think tomorrow for our discussion. We owe you a discussion about sports, so uh, that'll be up tomorrow. This uh, podcast will be going up today, Sunday. So, uh, as always, thanks, guys. Yeah, good one.